guys, I'm Marissa and I'm a happy-go-lucky ray of freaking sunshine. And this is my podcast, Sun Happens. I'm just a gal who fell in love with positivity and personal growth. Even more than that, I'm committed to becoming the best version of myself and empowering others to do the same. Join me every other Monday and let me help you shine a little brighter. Remember, sun happens. When you can't find it, create it. Hello, friends, and welcome back to Sun Happens Podcast. Uh, By the time you see this, it'll be two weeks from today at the minimum, maybe three weeks, because I actually have an episode that's dropping on Monday. Oh my gosh. So it's like just over two weeks. But my whole point in saying that is um, (laughs) I'm recording an episode in, in advance. You know what I mean? Because I plan things now. I am actually very disciplined. I'm very planned. I'm very organized. And I I just am. I am all of the things. I am all things and I am no things. Wow, that was funny considering this episode is about all or nothing thinking. Wow, I'm hilarious. Okay, so I apologize in advance because I'm in my empty house right now that we are selling and and it is echo, echo, echoing. Whoa, whoa, yeah. I, I, I know I should have gone to singing, <laughs> quit my day job, become a singer. I would, but like, I, I'm afraid that I'd be too good at it. So like, that's a whole thing, right? Okay. So today we're talking about all or nothing thinking, black and white thinking. Um, when you have ideas in your mind or thoughts or beliefs that are all one way, this is right and this is wrong, it's black and it's white, it's yes or it's no, people are good or they are bad, they are right or they are wrong kind of thinking. It's these extreme viewpoints that we hold um, and yeah, that's, that's what we're talking about, you know what I mean? But like, like what if, and hear me out on this, um, my girl Brooke Castillo from the Life Coach School podcast says it best. I'm always going to give her credit because I love her. She actually encourages people to go and tell people about her teachings because um, she didn't make any of this stuff up. She These are all common principles that she's brought together and she thinks that the world is better knowing them. Um, and I really appreciate that from, from her. Um, but yeah, so hear me out. What if and most of this is going to be in the way that we see other people, but it can apply to most things in life, um, to see ourselves and other people. Um, what if the world is not black and white? Like what if there's a lot of gray area? What if people are not good or bad? What if people are good and bad? Like what if we're all both, you know? So that's, that's the, what of this episode. Um, the who of this episode at least for me, uh, if you have ever been a victim, I feel like I am an attorney at law. I'm not, I'm not an attorney, but I feel like I'm an attorney, like doing an episode, like 20 years later. Like if you have been affected by asbestos, call 1-800-MARISSA-ANN. You know what I mean? Um, however, if you have been a victim of black and white thinking, um, from someone else or even worse from your own inner voice, and you have felt the judgment, the criticism and the contempt, and even fear that stems from that thinking, well, then I guess I would say this episode is for you. Um, and not only that, if you, not even if you've been a victim, but if you have, 
hurt people with that thinking. Um, and it's okay to admit that you've hurt someone or that you have place your black and white non-negotiable thinking on somebody else. It's okay. We all do it. We all have a way of thinking that is our own. Um, and we think that we are right and other people are wrong because it's just easier to do that. It is easier to just believe that about other people. Um, so why does this matter? Well, the problem with black and white thinking is that you label people as good or bad. But again, what if what if we're not good or bad? What if we are all good and bad? And the problem with saying that people are either good or bad is that you can only be one. There are heroes and there are villains. But I just don't really see life that way, right? Like, like I've always, wow, this is so funny. I sound like the podcaster Brooke because she says this a lot. I've always been really interested in villains. How did they get that way? Why are they the way they are? Hurt people hurt people, right? They can't be all bad. Villains are rarely all bad. Villains have been hurt, right? So if I just believe that someone is a villain, that's like, it's creating a prison around them. If they're a villain and all they're ever gonna be is a villain, then what's the point? But if we've all got good and bad in us, then when we do something that may be considered maybe not the best thing in the world, it doesn't make us inherently bad. We did a bad thing, but we're all good and bad in our humanness and we're all imperfect, right? So it matters. It matters because we don't want to live in prisons. Um, okay, so this episode probably is not going to be very long, even though, you know what, I have like two pages worth of notes. Um, and although I never really like look at my notes all that much, that's really funny because I usually just go on random rants about what I think or believe. Like I read a poem in my last episode. Um, so that was really cool. I said the F word in the poem. It was a poem about how I was mad at Christians. (laughs) I'm still mad at Christians. Um, yeah. So let me, it's squirrel, squirrel. Wow. Let me pay attention. Okay. So anyways, um, you know, I, I, I said this a little bit in the last episode. I really, really struggle with extreme thinking. I struggle with people who think that there is one way to think that, um, you know, people who are extreme right and people who are extreme left, because I'm very much a middle of the road person. Um, and, and here's the deal. Don't get me wrong, right? There are things in your life. There are values that you have and those values are non-negotiable. Non-negotiable. So everything else probably stems from that. Um, for example, like for me, treating people with kindness and respect and compassion is a non-negotiable. It's a non-negotiable for how I treat people and it's a non-negotiable for how people treat me. It's a non-negotiable in the way that I vote. It's a non-negotiable in everything because if you don't have kindness, what do you have, right? Um, It's a non-negotiable. So there are things and there are values that you have that you will consider non-negotiable. But I wanna challenge you to be open to the idea that maybe 
some of your thoughts, your all or nothing thoughts, your right or wrong viewpoints, your black and white thinking should be questioned, should be challenged, and you should be open to hearing the other viewpoint, right? Um, because the reality is, and, and Brooke really puts into words why this used to make me so uncomfortable. Like, why? Why are people so unwilling to hear the other side? Why is it easier to point the finger, call people names, um, say, I'm right and you're wrong, so you must be a bad person. Why is it so easy to do that? Um, and, uh, it, it would be really, really hard to admit. <laughs> it would be very hard to admit that, uh, extreme thinking, all or nothing thinking, black and white thinking. It's simple. It's very simple. It's very primal. It is comfortable and it is familiar. Um, your brain likes to have a level of comfort and familiarity. Um, your brain does not like to be uncomfortable, right? So it's easier to take your beliefs as truth and as fact, and everyone else is wrong and you are right, than it is to think critically. Because critically thinking forces you to evaluate your beliefs and your thought patterns, and it makes you admit that you might not be right. And that is hard. That is hard for a lot of people because they have shaped their entire lives, the way they see the world, the way they operate in the world, around these beliefs and these thought patterns that they have labeled as true in their life. And by they, I, I could be talking about you. There's probably something that you're doing this with. I do it all the time. Trust me. I'm still doing it. I'm learning, right? I'm, I'm going back to childhood to figure out all of these thoughts and, and things that I have stated were true that are not actually true. Like the fact that I'm not good enough. And so I allow people to treat me any old way because I don't deserve love because I'll never be good enough. So I'll accept any love that people will give me. Oh, ouch. <laughs> yeah, that's hard to admit. So again, it, again, it's easier to stick in our extremes and not question our thoughts um, than it is to just kind of admit that we're maybe not all that right. But the cool thing um, is if you can use to critically think, right, and you, you decide as often as you can, and I feel like the more you practice it, the more it comes, to override your primal emotional brain and replace it with critical thinking, replace it with openness, replace it with understanding, um, the ability to hold space for people even though you might not agree with them. Um, I think that practicing that helps you to evolve quicker. You know, which, I mean, I don't know about you, but we have been evolving our whole lives. We are constantly changing. 
if you were the same person you were even just four years ago or 12 years ago, I'd be worried. Wouldn't, wouldn't you, wouldn't, wouldn't you be a little worried if, if, if you were the same person who had the same thoughts, who never challenged what you thought, who never tried to learn more and replace the old with the new as you grow, the more you learn. So it's okay to challenge your thoughts and to evolve and to understand that maybe you don't have it all right. Which I feel like there's a little bit of a freedom in that. And um, when you have black and white thinking, right, you put people into categories, good or bad, success or failure, right or wrong. And... I don't know, could you tell me why would you put yourself into the world? Why be brave? Why try new things if the only option is success or failure? That's really risky. But if you can take the or and you can turn it into an and, so now it becomes success and failure, it's, that's, I'm sorry, but that's freedom. Right? Because I'm no longer looking at a situation and say, oh, if I, if I try to open up this new business, I'm either going to be a success or a failure. It's a no for me, dog. It's a no for me. Woo-hoo. Yeah, so it's a no for me. But if I, if I know going into this, I'm starting a new business, I'm going to go out into the world and I'm going to succeed some days and I'm also going to fail some days, but I'm ready to fail sometimes and that every time I fail, I'm going to be able to get back up so that I can succeed again. And that failure is only something that's going to teach me how to, how to grow more, how to be better. That's freeing. Black and white thinking, all or nothing thinking in my mind puts us in a prison. It is this way or it is that way. And there's no bending. There is no flexibility. That's it, right or wrong. And when you're too busy putting people in boxes, when you're labeling them, when you're judging them, when you're refusing to listen to them, I don't believe that you can show people love while also judging them. I just don't. I think you have to pick. So we can stay where we are and we can put people in boxes or We can question ourselves in those moments where we get really angry or triggered and we just want to let someone have it because we're right and they're wrong. And ask ourselves, why am I so mad about this? Am I able to hold space for this person to speak their mind and give their opinion? What if I could learn from this this person? And that actually brings up a really good point too, is... Like, if you have all or nothing thinking, it's this way or it's that way, then you're, never, you're not really open to believing that you could be wrong or that you could have ever made a mistake or, or messed up, right? So, but like, what if you are wrong? What if you did make a mistake? What if you did act in a way that hurt somebody else, but because you, you're so hell-bent on, your, on the fact that you're a good person because there's good and the bad in the world and you are good, then you're not open to seeing the parts where you fail because you so badly want to label yourself as good. And 
I think this kind of thinking um, really, it misses the mark because you miss the opportunity to learn and to grow if you don't admit that you're capable of being wrong or bad or being a flawed human in general. Um, And so in addition to missing the opportunity on your side, uh, I think it keeps you from considering other viewpoints. And I kind of touched on this a little bit, but like, again, what are you missing? What do you need to learn from someone else that you might be refusing to hear because you'd rather be right than real? Um, Like I said, we, we are meant to grow and we're meant to evolve. And like, it's just... You know why this really matters? This really matters because I believe that every person is worthy of love and kindness. And one of the most important values to me is compassion. I believe we're all inherently worthy of that. And I believe that when you practice critical thinking and you do not just think in black and white or all or nothing, it gives you the ability to have sustained compassion, not only for yourself, but for other people. And if there's one thing I have learned in my 29 years, and I've been through a lot and I've learned a lot, but the, the most motivating and beneficial thing for my growth as a human has and always will be compassion. Compassion when I didn't deserve it. Compassion when I did deserve it. Compassion when I felt like I was nothing. Compassion. And I think that the ultimate goal in this life is to have sustained compassion for yourself and for others And if we can't do that, what are we doing? And if you are thinking all or nothing, are you able to have sustained compassion for people? I don't know. That's not for me to to decide. This is for you to be open, to hold space for yourself, to be curious, to ask yourself those hard questions and, and to not get mad at the answer because it's okay. It's okay to understand that we're all learning. We may not be where we want to be, and what I thought yesterday may not be what I'm going to think tomorrow. And that's okay because I'd rather grow and have my mind change every single day than to stay in one mindset just for the sake of protecting my ego or being right or being able to call myself good while calling others bad because none of us are good or bad we are all good and we are all bad right we're humans we're flawed and how much grace and compassion can you have for yourself and other people when you know that there's no standard We're all good and we're all bad. We all make mistakes. We all have things that we struggle with. I don't, I literally don't care what you say. I don't care how many times you said in your little head, well, I'm not bad or I'm good or I'm not good, whatever. We are all good and we are all bad and we all deserve love. 
We all deserve love. Why? Just because I struggle with something that's different than you, I'm bad? Okay, yeah, I did a bad thing. I struggle with the bad thing. But you know what? I'm also good. And I love people. And I encourage people. And I am positive, And I try to bring that energy to people. Because I want others to feel good too. I want others to have the joy that I have. We, we I'm going to say a bad word. I'm going to do it. We're all fucked up. We are all fucked up. And that's okay. Because if I can look at myself and look at my flaws and say, you know what, Marissa? I love you. I love you exactly as you are. I love who you are today. I love who you're becoming. I love you on your best day. And I love you on your worst day. Because here's what I know. On my worst days, when I want to self-harm or cut myself or lie in bed and cry, what helps get me out of bed is not someone looking at me and telling me you're a bad person for coping for binge drinking, for cutting. No. What helps me is someone who can, who can sit with me in that. Someone who sits down, someone who holds me, someone who says, Marissa, I love you. I know you're struggling right now, but I love you. And the people that want more for you, right? They're not just kind of wooing you through your sadness. They still have expectations. They still want to challenge you. They still want you to grow. But from a place of compassion, not from a place of judgment. We all deserve that. You deserve that. You deserve that from yourself. You deserve that from others. And other people deserve that from you. So it's worth it. It's worth it to consider that maybe you don't have it all figured out. Maybe you're not right. Maybe you have areas that you need to grow. And maybe there is somebody who has a different opinion than you who can teach you something, who has had different life experience than you, who can help you grow, who can help expand your worldview. And in return, you're going to help others grow also. And I don't know. I just think that's, that's really good. There are thoughts that are no longer serving you. Those parts of you should die. They should. They're not serving you anymore. Well, let's prune the tree, man. Prune the bushes. Know your non-negotiables. Again, I'm not saying that you shouldn't have non-negotiable values or boundaries. You absolutely should. But when the time is right, question it. Question why you thought a thought. If you label, criticize, or judge someone, even in the deepest parts of your soul when you never want anyone to know, right? When you look at a picture and you immediately think, oh, wow, that girl is ugly. Why'd you think that? Why'd you think that? Question. Question everything, okay? I love you guys. I think I just want to end with one more thing. You're allowed to believe more than one thing. And even more than that, you're allowed to believe two things that might be at odds with each other. Um, Politics, for example. I get a lot of flack sometimes. To the left, I'm too extreme right. To the right, I'm too extreme left. But I take from both. I'm allowed to believe both. 
I'm free in the idea that I can believe both. I'm free and I'm growing and I'm evolving and I'm not gonna take the simple way. Sometimes I do actually, I'll be honest. Sometimes it's easier to just do what your primal brain wants you to do because critical thinking is just too much for you to handle that day. But on other days, when, you're, when you want to grow and when you want to evolve, it's okay to challenge your brain. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. So, wow, I just recorded two semi-controversial, maybe not, they weren't really controversial. Who knows? But I love you guys. I love you. I have compassion for you. I have grace for you. I don't judge you. I don't judge you because <laughs> I, am, I am very flawed. <laughs> uh, I couldn't even tell you half the things that I struggle with. Well, I have told you half of them. But don't worry, there's more, you know, because hashtag trauma. <laughs> yeah, so I love you. I have zero judgment. I have compassion. Can we like be friends? Because if you're like totally into this and you listen to this podcast and you have the same mindset that I do, um, and we're going to help each other grow and we're going to challenge each other. I just feel like maybe you're a friend that I'd like to have. So yeah. And remember, sun happens. When you can't find it, create it. <laughs>